0: Hi, this is Janelle Penny, Senior Writer with Buildings, here with another Buildings Podcast. Our guest today is Emma Hughes from the U.S. Green Building Council, and we're going to be talking about Lead Zero. Welcome, Emma.
1: Thanks, Janelle, and hello, everyone. So, Emma, can you explain your role
0: at the uh, USGBC?
1: Uh, Sure thing. So, I am a member of the lead technical development team at the U.S. Green Building Council, so I work closely with... uh, our team of sort of subject matter experts, the Green Building Certification Inc. Uh, reviewers that are responsible for rewarding lead certification to building projects, um, as well as a, a network of lead committee volunteers. So this is, you know, more than 150 building professionals that you know, span the diverse industries that make up the built environment who volunteer as members of these technical committees. um, And we work closely with them to develop and refine the requirements of the rating system. Great. So that's what I do in a nutshell.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So how did Lead Zero specifically come about?
1: Sure. So, um, the mission of the, of the U.S. Green Building Council is to transform the way that buildings and communities are designed, built, and operated, and really sort of enable an environmental and socially responsible, healthy, and prosperous environment that improves the quality of life. So uh, quite an ambitious mission. Uh, the One of the main leverage points that we have to achieve that mission is the LEED Green Building Rating System. Um, LEED Zero, we think, Is one of the tools that USGBC can deploy to increase um, the urgency of the built environment to address climate change. You know, we understand at USGBC that we have to do all that we can to reduce, you know, the carbon emissions and the resource use associated with buildings um, and create spaces that really improve human health and well being. And that, again, is the goal of the lead rating system and also um, lead zero, which I'll which I'll talk about a little bit more in detail. Um, so with, again, the lead rating system, we're looking at defining and pushing the market to higher levels of sustainability performance. We have a real focus in the development of the rating system on continuous improvement. Um, LEED V4, which was released in 2013, was the first rating system um, where we shifted sort of the goals and the structure to focus on doing more good, um, moving LEED and certified buildings toward the, re- toward the direction of regenerative, restorative development. Um, the LEED Zero program itself is really a complement to an existing LEED certification, and the LEED Zero um, designation verifies the achievement of net zero goals in building operations. So the program is not necessarily a rating system, but a ver- an operational verification that projects are um, meeting these net zero goals. It was designed to help stretch the market. And as I mentioned um, earlier, it really aligns with the goals of LEED and um, the goals of USGBC. So how it came about. So we have seen a lot of interest in a net zero program that, you know, recognizes, verifies and defines net zero in operations from buildings. Um, you know, we're hearing from lead lead users that they want to show that they're doing their part to address climate change um, and that they're operating their buildings at net zero carbon, net zero energy, net zero water um, and or net zero waste. So. Lead Zero really delivers that verification of building operations um, and we're hoping can be used to inspire more teams to reach for those uh, aspirational goals. The program itself, as I mentioned, is a complement to an existing lead certification. And then there's actually four different verifications that we're offering as part of the Lead Zero program. Um, the first being Lead Zero Carbon, which recognizing buildings that are operating with net zero carbon emissions over you know the past 12 months. Lead Zero Carbon looks at um, carbon emissions caused both from the building energy consumption as well as building occupant transportation and provides sort of a transparent accounting um, of those that carbon generated to carbon emissions that are avoided or offset um, through renewable energy procurement strategies, et cetera. Um, So that's the first sort of certification within the Lead Zero program. The second is Lead Zero Energy, and that recognizes buildings that achieve a source energy use balance of zero for the past 12 months. The third sort of option that we have is Lead Zero Water, which recognizes recognizes buildings that achieve a potable water use balance of zero for the past year. Um, And then lastly, we have... A LEED Zero Waste recognition for buildings that have achieved um, the true zero waste certification at the platinum level. So those are some of the goals and the impetus for establishing a LEED Zero program. Um, this program is currently available to project teams, and we're, we've we opened it up in, in beta, and in that we're asking teams to, to test it out, try it out, and share you know, recommendations on ways that we can evolve the program to make it most useful and meaningful for all projects. Um, As far as sort of minimum program requirements, we have, again, the project must be able to provide that um, most recent 12 months of operational data, and again, uh, have have initially in this beta period made the program available to projects that have previously achieved um, certification under our building design and construction rating system or operations and maintenance rating systems. Um, it's also available to teams that have registered to pursue operations and maintenance certification. And again, we're hoping to sort of assess and um, explore ways that we can expand expand this program and make it available to more, more diverse project types over the course of the beta.
0: Great. This was announced at Greenbuild originally, right?
1: Yes, that's correct at um, Greenbuild Chicago in 2018, November.
0: Right. So
1: what kind of interest have you seen in the program
0: since then? How are people responding to it so far?
1: Sure. So we've got uh, received a lot of interest just from USGBC members that are reaching out to better understand the program requirements and how they might be able to apply apply them to their their lead projects. Um, we've been connecting with some municipalities. We've had sort of initial conversations about the potential for Lead Zero to help um, help projects benchmark and document progress towards more aspirational uh, building codes and standards that are striving for zero. Um, and then, lastly, we did, excitingly enough, have our first project certify under the program just at the end of last year a lead zero energy project that is located in brazil um, that had previously achieved lead platinum they were able to uh, come back to us you know a year later share their performance data and demonstrate that they are operating with a source energy use balance of zero which was which was really exciting to get those early adopters in Um, and I will say we're in discussions now with additional between, you know, upwards of 10 projects that have expressed interest in the program and are in the initial phase of assessing feasibility and next steps for pursuing certification.
0: Great. So it sounds like you don't necessarily have to um, get your lead zero certification at the same time that you're certifying to a, an actual rating system. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. So again, this lead zero verification is available to projects that have previously achieved certification under building design and construction, or BDNC, or our operations and maintenance, or O and M rating systems. Um, and then again, we also are making this available to projects that have registered to pursue operations and maintenance certification.
0: Great. What gap was the USGBC trying to fill in the market by launching Lead Zero? Was there um, something that you felt was missing?
1: Um, I well, not necessarily missing, but we did see an opportunity to provide a recognition for projects that are, you know, going above and beyond. Um, like I mentioned, there has been. Or our users and our, our members have expressed interest in a program like this. So we think that, you know, Lead Zero is really the next evolution. Um, and increasingly, we're seeing more and more net zero buildings becoming less uncommon in the in the marketplace. So we feel like there was a real role and opportunity there to um, highlight those projects with this type of certification and then also, um, be able to lift them up as examples um, and encourage others to strive for higher levels of sustainability performance.
0: Great. Where can people go if they need to learn more about Lead Zero, or they're interested in certifying to it?
1: Sure. So um, I'm happy to answer your questions at any time, but we do have a website um, on USGBC. It's just usgbc.org/lead-zero. Um, and that web, web page provides an overview of what the, what the program requirements are, which I've, I mentioned earlier. Um, and then also on that website, you can download the Lead Zero Program Guide. Um, we also do have a full sort of customer service team that's available to help answer initial questions that, um, that project prospective projects might have. And so if you have a specific question, you can always email netzero at usgbc.org to get um, you know to get specific inquiries addressed. Great. Um, and then the last thing I will say is that we have been doing or delivering sort of informational webinars um, and education sessions for uh, you know poten- potential projects or members that, that might be interested. And so we're that can be arranged as well upon request.
0: Sounds great. Emma, thank you so much for speaking with us. And thanks to you listeners for listening today. You can find Buildings Podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. Subscribe today. You'll never miss an episode.